This is Changing Channels with Larry Walsh, the channelnomics podcast that connects you with channel chiefs, thought leaders, and executives about what it takes to get the next generation of tech to market. Here's your host, Larry Walsh, the CEO and Chief Analyst of Channelnomics. Hi, everyone. I'm Larry Walsh, and welcome to Changing Channels. You may have noticed we haven't put out any new episodes lately. It's because we've been a little busy here at Channelnomics. Um, we've put out our first issue of Channelnomics Quarterly, our first magazine uh, designed specifically for channel professionals. This magazine, uh, please come subscribe to it on our website, is full of insights and information to help channel professionals and channel chiefs build more productive channels. And we're going to be putting this out as the name suggests, every quarter. Uh, so come subscribe today. Uh, we've also been traveling. The world has opened back up and I've been out on the road uh, several times over the past couple of months uh, talking with dozens of channel chiefs and partners about the things that they're facing. And I, one of the questions I keep getting asked is how do we reconcile the conflicting indicators uh, out in the market? You know, so we have record inflation. We have a lot of uncertainty, particularly looking forward, given the geopolitical instability of the world. Uh, at the same time, we also have growth and we also have record low unemployment. And so there's a lot of things to you know, create this economic confusion on the market. And the vendors are looking for ways to continue to stimulate partners, to drive more sales through channels, and to get a greater lift out of their partners. Uh, and that leads us to the thing I want to talk about today on this episode, which is a disconnect that I'm seeing between vendors and partners. Now, in our annual Channel Chief Outlook study, we ask questions about the greatest challenges that channel chiefs and channel pros are facing in 2022. 85% tell us that they are having trouble or they're challenged to get partners to adopt new products and technologies and services. 83% say they're challenged by in driving partners to meet or exceed sales expectations or meet their sales numbers. 71% um, say that they are struggling to get partners to adopt new go-to-market models. And then 77% say that they are challenged in demonstrating the value of the channel to their leadership. Now, what's behind this challenge? Well, simply put, vendors don't get their partners. And I don't say that to be condescending because I will say that, you know, I talk with a number of channel chiefs, they all know partners. They talk with them frequently. They interact with them and try to get their feedback. Um, but too often in the aggregate, vendors see partners as the inferior party in the go-to-market relationship. The partners, uh, and not to say this universally because there are so many capable partners out there, um, but that they are the ones that need the vendor help, that they believe the partners are the ones that are lagging the market, lagging the vendors in terms of capabilities and resources, and that the vendors are the ones that need to provide them with support and guidance to develop new skills, capabilities, and capacity to meet the market needs. Unfortunately, vendors suffer from a channel blindness, uh, a form of myopia. Uh, in other words, they see the world through their narrow lens. And, and I see this frequently in talking with vendors, is, and, and, it's not a, and it's not an undue criticism, but it's also a completely reasonable one to understand. And part of it has to do with the way the vendors are rewarded 
uh, and what they're being called upon. What is the vendor mission? The vendor mission is to sell their product or get their product to market to their customers. And as a result of that, they tend to look at things through that perspective. How do I get my product out there? Uh, and despite years of calling on partners to apply a consultative selling technique or to sell solutions rather than products, vendors typically look at the world through the lens of getting their product to market first and foremost. And even as a vendor will say, well, let's do a consultative selling, what they still say is that my product comes first. And that creates a lot of confusion and conflict in terms of understanding the partner priority. Now, partners are far more complex than vendors give them credit for. The average partner earns about 40% of its gross revenue through the sales of managed and cloud services. About another 20 to 30% of the revenue comes from professional services. And the average partner, surprisingly, and we, we were shocked when we saw this, the average partner earns about 10% of its revenue from referrals is that they are telling customers to either go to a vendor direct or go to another partner with some compensation back to them uh, because they are not they're not the, the outlet, they're not the, the partner to deliver that product or service. Less than one quarter of the average partner's revenue comes from product sales. Through the profit lens, the average partner earns more from services they've developed and delivered. You know, between 30 and 40% gross margins on managed services and 40 to 60% gross margins on professional services or those integration support pre and post sale services. As opposed to they earn less than 15% on software licenses and less than 10% on hardware sales. The go-to mechanisms for vendors in motivating partner behavior and results is incentives, which comes in the form of front-end discounts and back-end rebates, as well as the usual add-ons and assortments of non-standard pricing, spiffs, and other monetary inducements. Vendors can't help but to think that partners are motivated by incentives, since in survey after survey, partners will beat them up over the lack of or poor compensation for selling their products and services. And here's the thing. If you ask someone if they want more money or if they're not getting enough money, the answer is always yes. Diving a little deeper into the motivation issue, partners are increasingly looking at the total economic impact of how a vendor supports their business. Total economic impact includes discounts and incentives, and also the potential for adding value or creating attached sales and services, including services that partners have full control over. Partners are looking at how every dollar in vendor sales equates to X multiple of dollars in revenue and profits attached. Put it another way, the partner wants to have the vendor relationship that will act as a platform that will have accretive value or accretive sales opportunities. So that if they sell a vendor product, there is another product sold alongside it, another service, and increasingly services that are independent of the vendor because those are the ones that are most profitable. On the monetary value, partners are looking to vendors to open up opportunities for them to sell products and their services. And I want to emphasize there because it really is the partner's revenue and, and profit potential comes from their services. Partners want vendors to warm up the market to attract customers. And partners gravitate to vendors to which customers have high consideration for purchasing. Partners will bypass vendors that are more profitable in favor of higher customer consideration because they're easier to sell and deals close faster. 
you know, the entire time is money equation. And I hear this from partners because they will tell me that they will push a product that will move off the shelf on its own rather than trying to help educate a customer on an even higher quality and higher profitable product. Why? Because time is money. Where vendors are getting themselves into trouble is when they introduce products and services that limit partner add-on sales potential or worse, negate the need for partner services. When vendors venture into the services segment where partners are already making money, there's less incentives for the partners to adopt and sell those services. Now, I've heard this firsthand from partners because they're looking at vendors and the vendors are coming to them with some new services opportunities that belong to the vendor. And the partners are saying, well, look, we already do this. We're already offering those services. And will we sell those services, your services out there to our customers? Perhaps, but we're not going to prioritize them because our services have the higher potential. Another conflict is vendors fundamentally do not understand the difference between sell to and sell with in the channel. Most resellers and managed service providers have developed their own services models based on the sell to model in which they are the vendor's customer. And they take the vendor's technology to create services that are sold independently to the customer. This is the way managed services has been built for the better part of the last 20 years, is that the partner is the one that is building the service. The vendor is the one supporting or selling into the partner. Vendors, on the other hand, increasingly want services in the channel based on, on the sell-through model, in which the partner conducts a sale and the vendor controls the customer relationship and service delivery. In this model, the partner is reduced to a reseller with little value-add opportunity and substantially reduced profit potential. It's not really the most attractive way, which is why a lot of vendors are finding resistance or not being able to attract managed service providers into their channel programs because there's not, they're not acting the way that they have traditionally. So what's the challenge chief to do about overcoming the challenge of getting partners to adopt new products and exceed sales expectations? My advice, Chalonomics advice, get to know your partners. The channel is no longer made up on neat segments in which partners fall into orderly columns. Partners are far more diverse in their capabilities, specializations, market coverage, and profit models than vendors give them credit. By gaining a deeper understanding of partner models, vendors can tune their channel strategies and management models, and they can better leverage partner capabilities to achieve targeted outcomes with greater efficiency and effectiveness. And this is not easy stuff. This requires the vendors to assume more complexity when most vendors are striving towards simplicity. There are many vendors that we're talking with you know, are telling us that they want to distill their channel programs down to the lowest common denominator for their own efficiency, for their own process management, for their own cost containment. The reality is, is that the channel is complex and channel programs need to reflect that. Now, if you'd like to know more about getting inside your partner models and understand your partner's compositions better, give us a shout. Myself and the Channelnomics team welcome conversations about what it means to effectively engage with partners. And again, I want to say, please come check out our new magazine, Channelnomics Quarterly. It's available on our website at channelnomics.com. Uh, we do a limited print run for our special subscribers, but please come check out our digital version and we'll be coming back to you with more issues of this over the course of the year. We'll be returning to our regular Changing Channels uh, format and schedule with updated uh, episodes in the next couple of weeks.
Until then, I'm Larry Walsh. Thank you for joining Changing Channels with Larry Walsh, a production of Channelnomics, with the support of our production team at Modern Podcasting. If you've enjoyed today's episode, hit the like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and share with your friends. For more information about Channelnomics services and insights, follow us on Twitter and YouTube, and check out our website at channelnomics.com. Channelnomics is a registered trademark of, and Changing Channels is copyright by, 2112 Enterprises, LLC.